Hello everyone, this is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Dover Berkowitz Shliach to Walnut Creek, California, on the topic of adult education. I would like, <clears throat> I want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more Aslach on their Shluchas. Yes, thank you for doing this. Before we get started, I would like to thank our sponsors, Fassman Jewelers, Machon Stam, and Leasing Direct. Thank you for making the podcast available to all Shluchim. So let's get right to it. Um, Dover, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing that over the years, um, you've been a Shliach for about uh, seven years now, and uh, you've built up a, uh, a tremendous audience for your JLI classes. And uh, I, I think for, if you could just start with, um, you know what? You know what classes do you offer, and uh, then maybe we could go into and the attendees, and then we could go into how you've built it up to uh, to, to that point. Because uh, there's always Mazel involved in everything, but there's also a lot of hard work on the end of a shliach. Mm-hmm. So I, I focus generally on DJLI. I mean, we've been doing, you know, the regular classes that most of them do out there. You know, the Shabbos morning Sicha Parsha and the Tanya classes. Um, the different, you know, whether it's, uh, it's the halacha before Yom Tov and so on and so forth. Um, I focused most of my marketing to the JLI courses. I feel like for the average secular American Jew out there um, who's not yet ready for a parasha class or the people that wouldn't be coming to show or a person that's not yet ready for a, you know, a text based class, the JLI serves as a great resource to bring them in, to get them exposed to terror, and so on and so forth, and Baruch Hashem, we've been having um, great results with that. So how many classes do you, do you offer a week? Is it one class in JLI? Um, how many attendees do you usually have approximately for a course, and how many students total have gone through your JLI? So on... on on a regular, the regular JLI courses, I do three classes. Um, I, the largest one is a Tuesday evening class, but I also do a Tuesday morning class. Um, I felt that there were some people that couldn't come to the evenings. The morning classes generally attract more of a older crowd, um, some you know, stay-at-home moms, and so on and so forth that will come to a Tuesday morning. Monday evening, I give a class in a little... A, a smaller city, which is about, about 25 minutes from here, um, and so that's that's as far as JLI is concerned. Um, I do a teens class on Sunday evening, and I have like a uh, Israeli a group of uh, people that we meet in their homes, and we do like a um, we call it Kabbalah um in their homes Thursday nights. And Shabbos morning, I have a class before davening. So how, how many attend an average JLI class? So, you know, it, it depends on topic and depends on um, on season. You know, um, the most I had coming to a single JLI course between the three locations was, I believe, about 130. Um, I'll usually be getting an average between, you know, 60, 70 to 100 to 110, depending on timing, marketing, and course topic, and so on. Right, and how many, how many total students have, uh, um, have gone through JLI? 
if I if I if I have the correct uh, numbers, I have probably about 250 to 300 um, people that have taken a JLI course. I think that's pretty amazing. Being in a um, a city, Walnut Creek. I I I I've never been there, but I can't imagine it's a very large city. And uh, to have built up JLI to that point, I think is tremendous. And um, maybe you could share some of the, some, some, like how, how did that come to be? Just everyone's running through your JLI class, um, or have you worked on the marketing? Um, what, what has been some of the strategies that you've, you, you've implemented to get there? So there, 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 was, there was a, um, a community here um, for a long time. There was a fair before me. Um, so there was a nucleus, a base of people that were interested um, in JLI courses and or in serious learning um, before I came already. And um, you know, with with time, you know, I think people cover the coverage line, and then you know, with different mission and you know, all of that, there were different individuals that. You know, I managed to schlep through the first few years when I was here. I was really, really focused on just um, adult education. Um, and I, I, I think that, you know, we, 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 should, we should realize that the um, courses that we're giving are a real good resource. I think we should have confidence in the product as well. Um, I've been told by many individuals from secular backgrounds, these aren't, uh, you know, people you, you'd think would be involved with Chabad at all. And the, the point that they were saying was that, that this is just an amazing material. It's an amazing structure. Um, you have PowerPoints. You have videos. It's done so professionally and so on and so forth. And I, I think we have, to, we, we have to focus and realize that what we're offering is something unique and have confidence in, in what we're offering. Uh, I remember the, the first course, that, the first JLI course that we did was one on medical ethics. And there was an Israeli person here who was you know, more of a secular Israeli, but a very, a, 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 a learned person. And um, his kid was in the camp. And of course, I went to the end of camp, and I had a brochure, and I said, we're doing a course, and I really want you to come because this is the best thing for you, and you're going to love it, and so on. And the person says, well, what's the course on? I told them medical ethics. They told me not, and about written me last. Um, so, you know, I, I told them, no, actually, we're going to be talking about, about IVS, and we're going to be talking about embryonic stem cell research, and we're going to be talking about this and about that. And he says, really, how would you know about these things? I said, come, and you'll, you'll try it out, and you'll, you'll see. And, you know, it, 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 it's every, every person that you pull through and bring in, you know, down the line, they could be the ones that will be telling their friends about it, and they could be the ones that will be pulling other habits, yeah. Beautiful. Um, you mentioned about in the beginning, you know, that, that was a real focus. Um, could you just talk about that for a minute, and how did that affect, um, being that you were focused on it, how did that affect um, bringing more people? Um, I, look, I, I, think, I think the more focused we are on, on on one thing, the more we're going to put into it, and you know, the more time we're going to be able to um, dedicate to that. When I came here, you know, I was working for there was another stay affair that I was doing the JLI for, and we had we were just you know in the first uh, year or two of our own small you know little shtetl, and this was really the time that we would call people and mail people and email people, 
and uh, really, I was just really, really on top of it. Um, you know, I, I think I think that helped that helped establish it and bring people in. Um, I just want I just want, I want to add to, to for a minute over here because um, we've always had the maximum twenty two join us for a single JLI class. Um, we I teach one class, um, and uh, um, for this past course, my brother in law um, who's a shliach here now with us in Flagstaff, he made phone calls for the class and he was reaching out to people, and uh, we had over thirty that came for this last course. Survival of a Nation, which was an amazing course, but um, it was it was uh, amazing for me to see that simply by putting in the time and really thinking about the people and making phone calls, that we were able to um, up our, our our attendance by 50%, which I think is is amazing. Um, and it just speaks to that idea that you're saying that when when you put focus on it, um, there's for, there's for sure a difference. Um, did you ever work with uh, JLI? Also has the um, the extra marketing. Did you ever work with them um, to 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 do that, and did that make a difference? Yes, I I I um, been doing it for I think two or three years. Um, you know, I, I it, it's it's very hard sometimes to gauge what brings someone through the door. You know, someone comes, they show up to one of your programs, and you know you're not really sure what got them through the door. And I, I think there's there's a word called maybe drip marketing. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's if that's what they call it. Um, where it takes a certain amount of tries until they finally, you know, act on what you're telling them. And definitely with the additional marketing aside for, you know, the sports and so on and so forth, they, they, they give that additional um, you know, the additional marketing. I I had a lady that um showed up at a JLI course, I think it was uh, the happiness course they did. And you know, at the end of the class she says, Wow, this is amazing, you know. Um so like you you, you do is, is this the first time you're doing such a class? I said, No, we've been doing it for three years now. She says, Oh, I, I never I never heard about this program. I said, Well how do you hear about this program, this class? She says, Oh, I got the brochure in the mail. I said, um, have you been on did you just get onto the Chabalot? She says, No, I've I've been getting your calendars always well, you know, you've been <laughs> you, you you got ten of these over the last three years, and I, I think it's just you know it takes the time until something hits someone. So definitely, you know, the, the more you put it out there, um, the more of a chance is is going to be a response. But it, again, it's, it's it's hard to gauge, you know, exactly what what caused the person to make the step and come. Are you saying it's hard to know exactly what 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 caused the growth in attendance? But there was a period that you were doing the extra marketing, and you and the the, the, the attendance was growing at the same time. So I, 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 the the course that it's really really picked up. There were a few things that happened like at the same time. Number one, it was a very I started the additional marketing for that course. It was I believe. I, it could be it was Journey of the Soul or it was the Happiness. It was like a, a fall course. So there, there were a lot of things that just happened at the same time. Um, when we saw like a, a, a huge growth in it. I think what, what I do think is really important is that when there is a great course in JLI 
and using it as an opportunity to market it in a greater way, I think those two things really bring tremendous results. Um, and it's, uh, I mean, again, it's always hard to know exactly what it is, but I think those two things probably played a, um, played a big role. Um, in, in regards to the, to, the, to the class itself, um, do you feel that it's, uh, that it's really important um, the way you prepare for the class? Do, do people feel a difference? So I I I, I saw the sort of that at JLI um conference yesterday. The the first um before you started JLI, um they had the conference in New York and they had the first year people going to the conference and there was one of the folks that spoke there um that said we're talking about the the importance of preparation. And I think maybe it was even rather meant he said that um Rabbi Groner from uh, Charlotte, I believe, North Carolina, South Carolina, <laughs> Charlotte, yeah. um, there's this, uh, um, was, was one speaking to him, and it came up, he said that he prepares every class for 10 hours. He gives 10 hours in preparing every class. And he looked at him and he said, uh, 10 hours? <laughs> like, you know, when you're, you're giving a class, uh, cause, uh, to some balabatam in the community, I could spend 10 hours preparing a class. And he told him, he said, look, you know, I have PhDs, I have professionals, I have doctors and lawyers that are coming to my class. Um, they pick up if I'm prepared or not. And if they're taking from their time and coming to my class, I owe it to them to be prepared. And I, I, I could be, you know, adding my own words to the original quote and whatever, but that, that, that was basically the idea. Um, you know, I, I think I think people could tell very well if you're prepared or not. And you know, I I don't think I, I'm able to do the 10 hours exactly every class, but I, I definitely try to be well prepared. Also, the fact that I give the class three times, <laughs> the third class is really when I get the you know professional crowd coming. And when you give the class a third time, it's totally different than the first time that you gave it. And, you know, I, I think people notice it, and I think people see it. Also, I, I, I make it a point to, and I, I might uh, get to this, uh, who knows what, but I make it a point, a point to at least by class be a yekka. And everyone knows at 7.30 I started. If there's one person in the room, if there's 50 people in the room, it doesn't make a difference. And generally, I finish at the time um, that I'm supposed to. I mean, sometimes I go, you know, three, four minutes over. But people know that you're going to start on time and you're going to finish on time. And as, as silly as it sounds, it makes it it, it it gives it a certain air of professionalism, let's call it, or a person knows that you respect them. Um, also, I, I try to um, give off an air of confidence um, with what I'm saying. And, um, you know, it, it, you know uh, I, I don't have to defend everything, and I don't have to know everything, but what I do say, I try to, you know, give over a, a sense that I'm confident of what I'm saying. I'm not uh, wishy-washy. So, wait, wait, so when you talk about being prepared and being very familiar with what you're talking about, is it more than just reading the, the, the teacher's manual? Are you just talking about the teacher's manual and knowing it well, or is it even more than that? There's a teacher's manual, and, you know, are, 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 are you confident 
to get up in front of a group of people and, and say it over. Um, and I think, I, I mean, for me, it's something like sometimes I'll go into that class and I'll say, you know, okay, there's a point here that I'm not sure how it's going to go over. I think we, we have a feeling of when we're confident in something to present it to people. Um, you know, when, when that point comes up, either I'll try to steer away from it, or skip it or, or whatever, or, you know, I'll, I'll be ready for, you know, if something comes up, I'll, I'll tell them that, you know, I, I was actually questioning this point and, you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of researching it myself. You know, people, people don't need you to know everything. But um, I, I, think, I think people want to know. It's, it's, it's totally fine if you tell someone, you know, this is, this is a very complex point and it's something which, um, you know, I have my own questions on, on it. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm researching it or I'm looking into it. I'll get back to you. That, that doesn't mean that you're not prepared. Before I ask my last question, I would like to say that Leasing Direct is a leading auto leasing company servicing customers in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, and Florida. When it comes to Shluchim's automobile needs, Leasing Direct goes the extra mile to work with each Shliach's individual needs and budget, making the new car buying or leasing process completely hassle-free. Call Leasing Direct today at 718-493-0600, and one of their dedicated team members will be happy to assist you. Thank you, Leasing Direct, for sponsoring this week's Shluchim podcast. Dover, do you have any last thoughts that you would like to share with Shluchim on this topic? I, 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 I remember one time there was a shliach that was giving a, a talk about uh, classes about education, <laughs> and he, he, said, he said something to the effect that when, when you're giving a class, you don't have to defend um, every parish that you're giving and every shit that you're bringing down. The first, you, you know, if, if, if there's a machoikas of Rashi in the Rambam, uh, you know, if, if Rashi was in the room, he would definitely be able to explain himself. And if, Ram, if the Rambam was here, he'd be able to explain himself too. Um, if someone has a question on a challenge, you don't have to feel like it's a challenge to me. <laughs> That's... That, that's one thing that, that stuck that stuck in my mind. It's okay to tell a person, you know, that's a real good question. You know, I I, I, I don't know. I have to research it, and and um, and, and and so on. Um, I I think also sometimes this comes up, and this is probably more of another topic of you know letting people steal the class from you, which which isn't advised. And I, I always hear it. I'll hear it a few months later. You know, Rabbi, I said your class. You know what I really appreciate is that you cut people off in a nice way. Um, you know, some, sometimes we're, we're very nice and we let people hijack the class. And in a very nice way, you know, just to say, you know, that's, that's a real interesting uh, insight, but, you know, that's really going a little off topic and that we have so much to do. And I want to continue to the topic we started. Um, and you do it in a sorrowful way. That, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's my class. I'm running the show here. And right now, you know, we appreciate it. We appreciate what you said. And we also appreciate that you keep the rest for later. Um, and, uh, of course, don't point out those words. I don't use those words. <laughs> um, also, I, I, it's an uh, interesting point I have. This is actually nice. You spoke about survival of the nation. 
So before the course, I got a phone call from an individual um, who heard about the course that we're doing in Israel, and he had, you know, questions. He wanted to know what type of forum we have. Do we, is it more lecture style or do we debate? Are other things tolerated? Um, what type of crowd do we have? So it's a group of Jews, and we all have different opinions, and we all, you know, debate it in a, in, in a very, you know, in, 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 a, in, in a very okay way. You know, I said that ultimately we're sticking to the text of the, of the course. So, you know, that's the view that I'm meant to present, but I, I try to keep, you know, separate, you know, and, and you know, we, we encourage input from students and so on. And I said he was, you know, kept on questioning me about it. I said, come to the first class, and, you know, you'll try it out. I think you like it, you know, if you like it, you'll continue. Anyway, after the second and third, it was actually, I think, the third class or something. He showed up a half an hour early by mistake. Um, he thought it was starting at a different time. So we started talking, and someone else was there. And uh, so, you know, he was really, really surprised at how open the and, and diverse the crowd was because he went to a liberal conservative or reform temple in Berkeley somewhere and you know, he went to, to classes there. And it was like an echo chamber, like it was just like teaching the choir and everyone just had the same, the same opinion. And he said, you know, I'm here, he's at a Chabad course and he was sure that over here it would be, you know, hardliner and, you know, the rabbi said, no one could argue with the rabbi and and here it's kind of, you know, opinions are a full spectrum, and, you know, it's um, we expect the debate, and so on and so forth. So, I, I mean, I, I, think, I think that there are a lot of people there that don't come to our classes because of a stereotype that they have against the rabbi with the beard, and the Chabad, and the Chassidic, and the Haredi, and the Cholo, the Cholo. And if we just manage to get them through the door, a lot of them are going to be pleasantly surprised. Thank you, Rabbi Berkowitz, for sharing with Shluchim about your Hatzlacha and unique approach to adult education. We really appreciate your time. Okay, Shukayach, I hope that um, everyone should have Hatzlacha and their Shira Torah and um, all the Shluchim and Shukayach, all the Shluchim and bring Amen. This is Dovi Shapiro, and if you have any ideas of future Shluchim to interview, please email me at rabbi.jewishflagstaff.com. For any, for any of the previous podcasts, you can log on to shluchimpodcast.com and listen to all previous podcasts. Make it a great week.